Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Bolt Banter, and we are here celebrating a Chargers victory, two in a row. Yeah, buddy, those four and three now Atlanta Falcons. And our three and four Chargers. Two wins in a row, first time since 2014. And I heard this stat, we won in Atlanta, first time since 1988. And Mike McCoy is now 3-3 three three in overtime games for the Chargers. And we found a way to win the game, which is most important. You find the way to win. Find a way to win. How long have we been talking about that? We talked about that all season. You play like to win the game, I've we been, played to win the game. have been playing replay over and over. Find a way, and they did it. And they were coming from behind. Um, but man, where to start in this game? You come out swinging hard with a touchdown, first drive. You make it look e make it look super easy on a pretty yeah, minimal two, defense. Two from what quick we passes about. to Tyrell Williams, and Melvin Gordon's doing his thing. And before like you know it, the Chargers are seven zero. Seven zero. And then time rolls along, and the number one defense in the NFL, or sorry, offense in the NFL, does their thing. But starting out, we had two field goals. We did. So we had seven six. Looking pretty good. But our special teams, once again, kind of the problem here with our returners. Mm -hmm. uh, Griff Whalen, kind of a strange decision to come out of the end zone. They were thinking he wasn't aware that he was still in the end zone on the knee. But then the ball's going out of bounds on a kickoff after the Falcons' second field goal. So this is 7-6 now. And Whalen touches the ball, and then it goes out, which puts the field position at 15 rather than on the 40. So we talked about it in our preview that they had to watch special teams, watch how this going. And... Me personally, I don't see Griff Whalen on the kick nope. returns. Get him out of there, next man up. We took out Travis Benjamin on the punts, and I think it'll be better for us because Griff Whalen had one catch in this game and it was pretty good. We didn't see McCluster, but McCluster messed up a catch that turned into an interception. Yeah, so that was right off good. his hands. He's still getting a feel for Phil and the team. And each one of these series, Chris, all of these mistakes continue to lead to the Falcons continuing getting this lead. Yeah, so that they, pushed the lead from 13-7. And 27. We had so a lot long. of mistakes, especially in the second quarter, that put us in a deeper hole going in the half. And luckily, scored touchdown going into the half, put us in a better position, down by 10 points. It, this is the biggest thing too. So we talked about that touchdown right before the second half, mm -hmm. but they came out and Matt Ryan was swinging to Julio Jones trying to change the momentum, and Melvin Ingram goes in there and sacks him. And I, I think that, that just put so much swagger with the defense and so much confidence that they could get to Matt Ryan and they could pressure him, and really Julio Jones was their only option in this game. I think he finished with 176 yards receiving or something by the end of this, but he really was their only option here. And then the defense showed up and held the Falcons' number one offense to three points through the third quarter, fourth quarter, and overtime, which is insane. That's insane. So good. That's insane. So good. And led by Joey Bosa's two sacks, mm -hmm. led by Denzel Perryman breaking it up. Okay. I got to give credit right now. Craig Mager goes out with a concussion in this game, and not Stevie Williams, but Trevor Williams off the practice squad. Steps up. Coming up big on Julio Jones, coming up big on Mohamed Sanu. And like I got to say, Curtis, I was trying to call it like, Casey Hayward's going to get a pick here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Dwight Lowry's going to come in with a big hit. But then... And Julio Jones kept doing his thing, but you're leading too. The magical thing happened where our boy, Denzel Perryman, right? Got that pick. Got that pick. And, dude, oh my gosh, you couldn't have predicted it better. It was like a third down play. Julio Jones was right over the middle. He was in front of Casey Hayward, and you were like, oh my gosh, it's happening again. And Denzel Perryman steps right in front, mm -hmm. and bam takes it away and when you watch the film it's not like a clear thing he kind of just runs forward 
and picks it before you know it's just he was situational in the right place awareness, at the right time. play recognition. He's I don't know if he right. knew. He probably didn't know Jones was behind him. Perfectly honest, he's he going for it. Matt Ryan and Denzel Perryman. He threw a ball right to Perryman. And then, not to mention, Perryman steps up again later on on a huge fourth down. Yeah, in overtime. In overtime, they go for it in fourth down. That's ballsy. That's that's ballsy. Yeah. I think the biggest play on offense for them late in the game is Melvin Gordon cuts to the right, hits the pile on third and one, and then it's like, nah, we're not going to do this. Comes back around, it goes all the way up, gets another 15 yards. Huge play by Melvin Gordon and that confidence in him to keep it going. Three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving. Heard a guy on the cannons on 1360 say, Melvin Gordon, over 100 yards, two touchdowns rushing, one touchdown receiving. That happened, believe and it or not. Crazy enough, his average is, average still is pretty not great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazier part amongst all of that. Is, uh, but he's been the clutch guy in the red zone. He gets the job done. What, On somebody, huge third and fourth downs, this game at least, he got the job done. That's all that matters. And he's taking care of the ball. He's yeah, not putting he's holding on, on that ball. I saw a great stat on Twitter. Somebody said that was like, by the end of the year, Melvin Gordon's going to have more touchdowns than rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It seems like that. It's crazy. Yeah. He's... Yeah, he's, he's a, a touchdown machine He's a football right machine, though, let me tell you that much. One thing we got to watch for that we talked about was uh, before recording, um, Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry um, misses a touchdown catch here, going out of bounds, and then kind of tweaks the right ankle trying to keep it in bounds. And he didn't play most of the second half, so a lot of people were looking for him. I think they rested him, I think. But yeah, we'll he, see on the injury report. He only had one catch, so it looks like he had a lot of rest the rest of the game. And... Thankfully, Gates came because through, of that. Though. Gates Gates was there, but Gates did uh, was there to drop the ball, literally, on the last touchdown pass we had uh, to go for the end zone. And that was kind of a bummer because uh, that was the, that was the game right there. I don't um, think Gates is 100 percent though. I'm gonna have to just throw mm -hmm. that out there real quick. I think Gates is playing about 70 percent, and if we can cruise along and Hunter is healthy, um, Gates just makes those clutch catches. That's the balance I like for our offense going forward. I'm with you because right when he came back from being injured, he had the whole fumble. He gave up a fumble, and that was unlike him. He's just not 100 percent yet. Yeah, it, he's not this, making his cuts. He's, the chemistry between him and Phil, Phil is like not there just yet. Even though he was there to start the season, it's just he's not smooth yet. Um, he's working his way back in. But um, real quick, you know, a lot of people gave Mike McCoy a hard time for going or for not going uh, for on fourth down, and in kind of a very desperate time of the game McCoy goes for it and they make it yeah and that keeps the momentum going and that puts the confidence in his team and then you know after they the defense stops uh, the Falcons on fourth down in overtime it's like second down on the 20 he doesn't even try to go for the touchdown he just goes for the field goal that's confidence in your Lambo that's confidence in your team I think there's a, a definite coaching mentality change in McCoy where it seemed like he was making decisions to put confidence in his team throughout the entire game. Yeah, I think that he was really riding high and just answering to kind of the problems that we've talked about with Mike McCoy and this coaching staff. Mm -hmm. I think that Pagano wasn't too tough with Julio Jones. I don't think Ken Wisenhunt got down with the play calling, and I don't think Mike McCoy, on those big decisions, backed away from the danger. They kept coming back into it. He put – I mean, he showed that he put his team – in the right position in terms of confidence, which was great. Overall, an amazing Chargers win. I don't remember a win this crazy, this fun. 
uh, in a long time. I mean, the Denver a game, Denver game was fun, but in terms of coming back and winning like mm -hmm. that, it was pretty, pretty fun to watch. Might be one of the best games of the Mike McCoy era for sure. Yeah, it's up there with the Bengals game and the playoffs and gosh, when we beat the Broncos where Keenan Allen made his presence known. Yep. It's up there, man. Top five for sure in the McCoy era. So I think that's all I really have. We're going into Denver. Yep. Let's beat them but again. Denver's playing Houston tomorrow. We'll see how they get out of that one. Um, hopefully Brock Osweiler and those guys can stick to the Broncos because if they do, woo-wee. Going into Denver, going to cool. look pretty good for the Chargers, especially with Denver having a short week. And even before that game tomorrow, let's talk about it. Or real quickly, I'm just going to say that our division right now is a wild, wild west, uh -huh. and it's not going to be easy for anyone. Yeah. Raiders to and win Chiefs this both won today. Chargers won today. Let's see what Denver does tomorrow. But and oh man, just the number two spot is a happy place to be because that wild card slot is open, as, a, as well as the, uh, the Raiders are heading the division champ as of now. So. Um, onward from that, we'll preview this Broncos game on Thursday, and let's see how the Broncos do tomorrow on Monday Night Football. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Uh, bolt up, like us, follow us, and uh, make sure you turn that notifications on for Twitter and YouTube. All right, bolt up, San Diego. See you guys.